0: Funny you should pick Isaiah in that verse. Here we go again. A little more of it even. Also, it, uh, with what Kevin taught last week, it corresponds with that pretty well, I think. In the year of King Uzziah's death, I saw the Lord sitting on the throne, lofty and exalted. With the train of his robe filling the temple... Woe is me, for I am ruined, because I am a man of unclean lips. And I live among a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a burning coal in his hand, which he had taken from the altar with tongs. He touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips, and your iniquity is taken away, and your sin is forgiven. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, "Woe! Shall I? Who shall I send? And who will go for us?" Then I said, "Here, I am. Send me." So we've sent out a couple of young ladies just recently that heard the voice. They went halfway across the world. For us, it may be going halfway across the room, to obey. Oswald Chambers then expounds on this, and I thought he did it really well. Read that. God did not address the call to Isaiah. Isaiah overheard God saying, who will go for us? The call of God is not for the special few. It is for everyone. Whether or not I hear God's call depends upon the state of my ears. And what I hear depends upon my disposition. Many are called, but few are chosen. That is, few prove themselves the chosen ones. The chosen ones are those who have come into a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, whereby their disposition has been altered, their ears unstopped, and they hear the still small voice questioning all the time, Who will go for us? It is not a question of God singling out a man and saying, now you go. God did not lay a strong compulsion on Isaiah. Isaiah was in the presence of God and he overheard the call and realized that there was nothing else for him to say in conscious freedom. Here I am, send me. Get out of your mind the idea of expecting God to come with compulsions and pleadings. When our Lord called his disciples, there was no irresistible compulsion from outside. The quiet, passionate insistence of his, follow me, was spoken to men with every power wide awake. If we let the Spirit of God bring us face to face with God, we too shall hear something akin to what Isaiah heard, the still small voice of God, and in perfect freedom we will say, Here I am, send me. Here's a little hymn that I picked that kind of corresponds with that also. Isaac Watts, of course. The Great Ones. Am I a soldier of the cross, a follower of the Lamb? And shall I fear to own his cause or blush to speak his name? Must I be carried to the skies on flowery beds of ease? While others fought to win the prize and sailed through bloody seas. Are there no foes for me to face? Must I not stem the flood? Is this vile world a friend to grace to help me on to God? Sure, I must fight if I would reign. Increase my courage, Lord. I'll bear the toil, endure the pain supported by thy word the thing that stuck out to me most was in today's times of, I believe Kevin calls it wonky the verse that stood out to me was are there no foes for me to face must I not stem the flood let's pray Lord we are to go out we are to be strong vessels for you to use, to show, and hopefully stem the tide. But Lord, we can't do that unless we're equipped. So here we are, Lord, wanting to gain strength from your word and strength through our faithfulness and thankfulness of praising you. We hope, Lord, that this will be a time that we can relinquish all our worldly problems, push them aside be before the throne Lord let the blood flow down on us Lord give us your Holy Spirit through this, this time Lord that we have to honor you let us learn Lord let our ears be open and let us stem the flood and let us be strong for you Lord as we go out thank you for this time Lord in Jesus name Amen